0: hello everybody and welcome to another episode of design chat with josh i'm your host josh reach and in this podcast about everything design related we are going to talk about marketing today (laughs) i know it sounds strange but while it's still fresh in my mind somewhat this uh, 10 year stint that I went on in the marketing world as a graphic designer, I wanted to share some insights and some tips on ways that I found made working in marketing a pretty amazing experience uh, for those past 10 years. So let's get started. Now, I'll start off by saying, yes, I know that this podcast all started with an intro of, welcome to the world of product design. So why am I talking about marketing design? It's simple. I just simply have it still top of mind, the 10 plus years of experience of working as a graphic designer in the marketing world. And I simply just wanna share that, uh, kind of share this little insight, this tidbit, that I think might help a lot of people when it comes to being a creative in a marketing world. Because I know a lot of people out there, they get very protective of their work. Us, us designers are very, very protective of our work. We shouldn't be, uh, it's not personal. It's not a work of fine art, it is a business. Uh, but we do take it very personal when somebody tries to tweak or change or adjust our work. And a lot of times we can't explain why we don't want them to change that. We can throw out the, oh, we shouldn't overload stuff with too much content you know white space is good or you know color psychology and things like that but a lot of times it's just our egos getting in the way but when it comes to marketing and sales there is a a big lack i think of that harmony between marketing and sales when it comes to creative and fortunately the the last marketing role i was in or the design role i was in i should say uh, was had a great relationship with marketing and the role before that had a great relationship with uh, sales as well Um, could have been better but it 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 was still pretty good and then in the role before that we didn't really have sales but that was where the epiphany hit of wow marketing can be that purpose behind my design that i've been looking for and i don't have to like search and spend a ton of time finding purpose behind a design I can use marketers and use salespeople to find and and navigate that. And in in a lot of cases, marketers to help set that strategy and work with them on that strategy. Um, And once I realized that, though, it was kind of like, you know, it, it was this amazing, like, weight was lifted off my shoulders as a designer because I didn't feel like I had to protect my work all the time. I didn't feel like I had to... Uh, you know, kind of prove that my design was effective and that it was performing because I chose these colors or I chose these images or whatever, I, I was able to to f- use the marketing background and the marketing uh, platform that I was working with to help prove that those designs were effective, that they were, uh, you know, causing conversions and and, and creating conversions and, and sales and things like that. Um, I'm not going to go into a rabbit hole of marketing. I know I could. I'm trying to avoid that right now. But basically what I want to talk about, though, is why it's so important as designers for us to not look at marketers and salespeople as the enemy. We need to look at them as an ally and a lot of times, especially when it comes to salespeople, you're not just gonna have an ally, you're gonna have this massive advocate and cheerleader almost of your work. And that's especially important if the salespeople are presenting your work to other clients, which a lot of times, a lot of businesses, that's how they work. You know, they, they are you know presenting at some point in time, it's not the only thing that the salespeople are presenting, but there is a point where they're gonna be promoting and, and giving, uh, a client your design. And so you need to make sure that you have that transparency and that alliance in order for them to not only buy into the design and support it, but to get the clients to support it as well. And when, when I realized this a while back, it was, it was just fantastic. And it's kind of where this, this love for marketing came to for so many years. Um, you know, I, I, obviously, in the world of product, uh, you know, that's where my my true love is right now. But I'll always have a little bit of a love for marketing and sales. And we'll always have that kind of empathy for marketing and sales as well, when it comes to everything I do as a designer. Uh, so how how exactly do we create that alliance and what what do we need to do? And I know in a lot of cases, I've heard people who have such horrible relationships with their marketing or with their salespeople that it may be a huge step and a long road ahead to kind of mend that relationship and build that trust. Whereas if you're just now coming into a company or you haven't really had any interaction with marketing and sales, but you know, you've kind of been in this bubble or something, I, I've heard of people where they've been in that bubble before, uh, and they don't really know what the marketing strategy is and so on and so forth, uh, You know, then now it, it'll be a lot easier. Now's the opportunity for you to kind of just introduce yourself. And that's that's really the biggest thing is getting that face time with the marketing team or with the marketers and, and the salespeople. And one thing that really stands out to me was uh, earlier this year, we had a big... Uh, you know, company-wide meeting, and we were able to meet people from all over the country that we don't normally get to meet. Especially our salespeople. Salespeople are usually out and about. They're traveling. They're scattered across wherever the country, the world, you name it. And so you don't really get to interact with them other than on email or th- through a phone call. And taking advantage of that that company meeting to really introduce yourself and put a face to the name and have fun and get to know somebody on a personal level too helped fortify that relationship between creative and marketing. And and at, at this particular job, it was already pretty strong to begin with and was getting better by the day, but it was just it's a a big thing. And I know a lot of companies do this. I know a lot of companies will do these company meetings or they'll even do sales meetings. Uh, A lot of sales sales teams within a company will have a sales meeting. And that's another thing where I found at other jobs where if you can get in there as a designer and meet the salespeople, do it, you know, get into their world, understand what's important to them, what they're having to deal with on a day-to-day basis, there were some things where I, I didn't even realize, you know, we're creating tons and tons of print pieces and all these print materials. And for this particular demographic of, of people that we were selling to and marketing marketing to, print did work for the most part. and It was kind of the preferred way. But what we didn't realize was with all of these print materials, these poor salespeople had just trunk loads of flyers and posters. And it got to a point where physically, they just couldn't carry any more in their vehicles. And of course, then you have you know, different regions that maybe on the Sun Belt where you print something and you leave it in the back of a car, it's gonna probably fuse together. Uh, it's not gonna turn out so well. It's gonna kind of not be great in the back of a hot car. Um, but you know you wouldn't know these things unless you actually meet with the sales reps, unless you actually meet with the, the marketing people and the marketing team who maybe have that direct relationship with sales. Um, the key is just don't let creative become siloed. And, you know, I, I again, I hear this in other companies and I've been fortunate enough to work with creative teams that have partnered up with sales and partnered up with marketing well. And in fact, this whole thing started from bringing a creative leader into a team that I was on who had an extensive marketing background and valued marketing. And that was like, that's where that's where it all started. And if it wasn't for that person and and he knows who he is, it wouldn't have been, you know, I I probably wouldn't have stayed in marketing as long as I did. Because I would have gone crazy, um, but once once that light was kind of shown and and those relationships were starting to build between marketing and design and sales and design, it just makes life a lot more easy. And I feel like I'm kind of rambling right now because uh, there's so much to talk about. I mean, we were talking about ten years of this, so I, I know I'm rambling a little bit. Um, but the first thing the first thing you need to do is start to build that relationship. That that is key like the the number one, numero uno, just please start building those relationships. And I know that's super awkward and super hard for us creatives. We don't like talking to people, especially people we don't know. And uh, we don't wanna open up our work either. We're so afraid to open up our work. But I think you'll find that if you actually introduce yourself and you get that FaceTime and you show interest in sales and you show interest in marketing, and trust me, marketing can be pretty interesting and fun. Um, and, and it was kind of my gateway into product because it was that strategy and puzzle making, uh, you know, piecing things together and mapping things out with these marketing campaigns that led to product. But, uh, you know, I think you'll find it's interesting. and You got to show that interest and then show them these designs and be open to feedback. Write down feedback that salespeople give to you on your designs. Doesn't mean you have to apply it. Okay, but write it down because they might have a point. They're fresh eyes. They are meeting with the clients day to day. They know what the clients want more than you do, even though that's hard for us to admit as designers. Clients know, or salespeople know what clients want more. Um, You know, they're on the front lines. So that's the first thing, just start that relationship, go to those company meetings, take full advantage of those company meetings, try to get to those sales meetings too, the big sales summits that some companies have. Um, Not every company has it, but if you're working in-house and they have it, please just go, just go, show some face, go for a day, introduce yourself, um, show interest in what they're doing, maybe go to a few sessions if there's sessions for these sales summits uh, that the company does, and, and it's a great opportunity to meet people that are, you're never gonna be able to see any other time because they're not in your office usually. And then I think the other thing too is show the interest in marketing and look at marketers as kind of that. They they are, they are your greatest ally when you're a creative on a marketing team. They're definitely not your enemy. Uh, and, and I've been really, again, really fortunate here to be able to work with marketers who trust their designers that they work with, and they will still give feedback. They will still, you know, just a lot of times they're just a the middleman between client and, or sales or whoever, and, and creative, but, you know, they, I've been fortunate enough to where they they've trusted me. And so I've trusted them. And, you know, there's obviously, you should always question everything, I believe, but it doesn't mean that, you know, creative always knows what's best. <laughs> even though we like to think we do. Um, but it's it, it, that first step is just starting to build that relationship with those two teams. And then once you, once you get past that first kind of introduction, you start to get to know your salespeople and your marketers on a human level, and you start to actually understand their world. Uh, and especially when it comes to marketing, you really need to just really focus a lot on that. And I think you'll find what I found, which was, that marketing gives design that purpose that it always strives for, and when it comes to digital marketing and content marketing, mainly digital marketing, but content marketing, social media marketing, things like that, when it's on a digital channel and you're creating email campaigns and you're creating landing pages and you know you're creating these you know full campaigns that go from print to digital or digital to print or whatever it may be. Uh, you you'll find that you can actually prove your designs are working and really actually prove whether or not an image is working colors are working the branding's working the copy is working i mean you can you can prove that with these tools that marketers have and i'll say this so i never understood why still to this day so many designers are opposed to working with like digital marketing teams because I mean, you could do so much with those tools, with those measurements that you get from digital marketing campaigns if they're done well and they're measured properly. You can learn so much about your audience from those, and it's you know it's not visually pleasing. It's not this, you know, amazing looking experience. You're going to be looking at charts. You're going to be looking at graphs. Yes. Um, Fortunately, if you have a good relationship with your marketers, they can help translate things to you and tell you what's working and what's not. Uh, But again, it goes back to showing that interest in what they do and building that relationship. Um, It'll help kind of strengthen that bond when you're, you're showing you understand at least a little bit of, you know, hey, these are what these measurements mean, or these are what these stats mean, and this is the direction we should go. Or at least knowing that when somebody says, hey, this is direction we should take the campaign next, you know what they're talking about. You know they're not just pulling it out of the rear. You, you know that they, they're they proving that this is effective or this isn't effective uh, based on the results from whatever, the email campaign or whatever it may be. Um, but I think a big thing that, that a lot of creatives lack and a lot of creative teams lack, and I've been so guilty of this over the years, is we don't have a lot of transparency with our designs. So we, we start, we op, you know, open the door, we start that relationship with a marketer, with a salesperson, and that's it. Maybe we don't do anything else. You know, it's just, hey, hi, how you doing? You know, maybe we talk to them once a year at the company meeting and that's it. And that's not the way it should be. And I know I've been so guilty of this myself and we get caught up in our work, we do, but there's a lot of times where it only takes a couple minutes to send an email update or to schedule a a 15-minute meeting after you've designed something for a really big client or a really big campaign that maybe some salesperson is working with or some marketer is working with. And instead of just sending the design over, schedule a meeting to go over it with them. You know, 15 minutes, half an hour. It doesn't have to be long. And it's mainly that transparency of why you did what you did. And even if it's just a standard thing that you think everybody should know by this point and you're just following the brand standards, explain that to them. Get them excited about it. Educate them on that. Because a lot of times they don't know. And I found that when you do have those meetings, and this really happens a lot, even in the product world too, if you're not in a meeting and you're not there to discuss what was done or what changes are being suggested, suggested and you're not able to defend your work or even just speak to it, you don't really care that much for it. And neither does the person who is receiving that work from you. So you need to sit down with those marketers, you need to sit down with that team, sit down with those sales reps, if if they have time, uh, sit down with them and, or at least jump on a phone call with them. Because uh, obviously if they're scattered across the country or the world, you're not gonna be able to sit down with them, but sit, you know, have that phone call and just kind of run through things and you know, there's been times where I've, I've actually proposed designs and this wasn't marketing related actually. Well, no, it wasn't marketing related at all. It was a brand kind of thing, but I sent it off through an email. I put together this beautiful PDF. I even typed out some reasonings why, and some of the things that I did, but it didn't go into extensive detail. And there was just mass confusion and it came back with a ton of changes. And I'm like, frustrated. I'm like, no, why should we make these changes? This, is, this isn't this right and all this. And so we scheduled a sit down. We, we had a meeting and a phone call, uh, and I explained the reasoning behind everything. And as soon as I did that, it cleared up everything. And then I know this doesn't happen all the time, but it cleared up why I did what, what I did in the design and why certain things may have been left out. And it also cleared up the confusion too of why there were multiple versions um, I wasn't asking for them to pick different versions. I was applying different versions for different scenarios. So, for instance, if it's a logo, you have the full logo. You may have an icon of the logo. You may have the word mark. You may have a simplified version that maybe works better for screen printing. You know, or if you're, you know, doing it the right way, the logo just works really well across the board. Uh, but in this case, it was a quick, fast turnaround, and it didn't. So there was a few options. So there's just confusion. And that's happened a few times where, you know, just after confusion, there's frustration, there's horrible things maybe said by other people. And, you know, you sit down, you explain everything, and it's like, oh, okay, I get it. And they're bought in, they understand. That transparency is key. And if you do it constantly, or at least consistently, it doesn't have to be every time, you're gonna start getting that trust more and more. And you'll notice, Over time, there's less feedback and there's less opinions on the work. It's more of that trust. Now, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't have those meetings still and have those sit downs and those explanations because the minute you stop doing that, time goes by and they're going to start questioning. There's going to be some more feedback and there's going to be that disconnect and that siloed effect. Um, So, but you need to have that transparency and i know it's scary as designers to open up our work for criticism especially from people who aren't designers but you need to do it and you need to take all that feedback down you need to write it down you need to show that you're listening don't try to discredit everything right away sometimes if you send something over people have had time to sit down with it they've had time to look at it and and provide that feedback so don't expect to be able to come back with a reason why you did something or tried to defend your work right away based on this feedback they've had time to think about. Uh, you're probably gonna need time to think about it too. Think about, is that really the right way or is it not? Uh, you may think it's not right away, but who knows? I, I've There's been times I've been proven wrong where, you know what? Their suggestion from this marketing person or this salesperson was actually brilliant and it worked really well and it was extremely effective and I was wrong. Um, it's hard to admit, but it's true and it happens. So step one, start that relationship building, get to know that person those people on a personal level, show that interest in what they do and then continue to be part two is is be transparent uh, and and show your work more and get them to be those that cheerleader basically and to buy into the work that you're creating. And the third and final thing that I wanna touch on uh, is its consistency. And I I already talked about it a little bit, but continuing that relationship with marketing and sales is extremely important. And when it comes to marketing, you need, I think it's important for all designers, all graphic designers especially, if you're working on a marketing team, you need to start learning more about marketing as well. Okay, not to be able to do their job, don't be able to do the marketing team's job, but you need to understand what a sales funnel is. You need to understand what the marketing goals are. You need to understand how a digital marketing campaign works uh, and and understand the the platforms too. If you're using something like Eloqua, or if you're using something like, uh, you know, I, I don't know, Marketo, or, or whatever it may be, uh, if you don't know what those things are, if you don't know what you know, HubSpot is. You probably know what Ch- uh, Mailchimp is. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of other ones out there that are are constant contact. That's another one too. You probably know about that email marketing platform. It's not a full robust. Digital marketing platform, I don't think, but um, you know, if you don't know how these things work, um, you need to. And the reason why it's it's kind of like how product designers, how how if you're designing a an app or you're designing a website, you need to be able to communicate to the developers. You need to be able to understand what development can do. It's that's kind of how this relationship works when it comes to creative and marketing you need to understand what marketing can do, what they're measuring, and you need to be able to communicate your designs effectively over to them. Even though they may not be building out the designs like a developer is when it comes to, you know, a web design or something, but they they do usually have to sell that work. And if it's not to clients, it's to internal stakeholders. And if they can't speak to it, if they can't sell it, the design's gonna fail, and it's gonna get poked and prodded, and it's gonna fall apart. And so, you need to be consistent and continuing to learn about marketing. You need to continue to learn about the sales goals. It bores me to hell sometimes, you know, when the numbers come up for sales and things like that, like I'll admit, like my eyes glaze over and you put an Excel spreadsheet in front of me and I just do not care about it. And and you will never get me to care about an Excel spreadsheet. I just can't focus on that. Um, But you have to make an effort. And if you don 't understand it, and if you don 't want to read through that whole Excel spreadsheet or you don 't want to read through the whole document then then meet with somebody and talk to them on the sales team on the marketing team, and have them go over it with you and If they have maybe a weekly or monthly meeting, see if you can join in on that meeting too i mean there's been times where we 've created meetings between marketing and creative, and it 's this you know unified you know uh, monthly update you know and and that it's just mainly to get to know what all of us are doing, because we don't always know. And it helps. It helps understand their initiatives. And, and that consistency and, and continuously being involved with them is extremely important. And it's so easy for creative and marketing to just split and go their own ways, you know, and do their own thing and just have this like siloed effect. I, I've I've seen it so many times, and I've seen it be combated and successfully eliminated too, so many times. Um, you know, I've seen where you know, there's been teams I've been on that you know, there is, there's a great relationship with the marketing team and there is this continuous improvement and, it, and it's great, it's perfect and it, it, it makes your life so much easier and there's so much less back and forth when it comes to your designs, when you have that consistent relationship with marketing and with sales too. And so this episode is going to be a little bit short, but that's pretty much all that I have today. Um, I just wanted to share those tidbits. You know, if you're a creative writer, designer, whatever it may be, and you're working with a marketing team or on a marketing team, make sure you you build those relationships with marketing and sales, and and get into their world. And I I promise you, it's it, it's going to be frustrating some points, but most of the time you're going to find they are your greatest allies and they are your greatest cheerleaders. And in return too, you can be their greatest allies and their greatest cheerleaders as well. Uh, helping them and helping them basically do their you know, job with a lot more ease, giving them the tools that they need, giving them effective uh, campaigns that are gonna actually drive the numbers up uh, instead of just plateauing. Uh, you know, they have, they have goals, they have quotas that they gotta meet a lot of times, these salespeople and these marketers. so. Uh, you know without without that alliance with creative I mean we know as creatives we know as designers that you know we can we can help sell something even better we can make it an even more enticing experience for a consumer and uh, you know it's we don't have all the answers though you know we, we need that partnership we need that relationship so get out there, introduce yourself to your marketing team if you have marketers on your team go introduce yourself if you haven't already if you have sales you haven't met introduce yourself if you have a company meeting by god go to that company meeting and leave your creative team or bring your creative team with you and uh and, and meet the salespeople, meet the marketing people um and get to know them on a personal level and get to know really what they do uh you know for the company and what their their world is and i think it'll be very enlightening you know we, we talk a lot about empathy as designers well we need to have empathy for our marketers and for our salespeople as well um so that's that's what made my life a lot easier in the 10 years uh or 10 or so years of of marketing as a you know in a graphic designer in that world Um, so hopefully it'll help you if you have anything uh any suggestions any exciting uh uh revelations about working in the marketing world as a graphic designer uh, or as just a creative in general uh, send me an email i do have that email still it's chat at joshuareach.com and if you have any you know questions or you're having struggles send me an email uh, to that same email address and and let me know Um, and i'm happy to answer anything i'm happy to, to shed some light uh and you know if you're really not having a great time with your marketing team maybe i can help uh, you know, it, it might be a lot of things that I said today on this episode, but you know, I'm, I'm happy to help and I'm happy to share that experience, uh, before I get sucked too far into this product design world and start to, you know, the, the memories of marketing start to fade away. Uh, anyway, until next time, my name is Josh Reach and this has been Design Chat with Josh. I'll talk to you all next week.